Here's the big question. What if you had to start over from scratch and build a business with limited time and resources? Maybe the economy just pulled the rug out from under you, or you're in a business that's underperforming or a career that's going nowhere. How would you flip the switch to go from where you're at to where you want to go? A profitable business that supports your family and allows you to live the life you were meant to live. My name is Jason Liu, and each week I'm going to bring you guests that are further down the road while documenting my own journey. Welcome to the business of feeling good. Jason Liu, back for another episode of The Business of Feeling Good. And I just went through a pretty intensive workshop around money mindset. And in a couple episodes, you guys are going to have a chance to actually hear from Nick Paggs. And I'm excited for you guys to dive into that episode. Um, But today was really a three-hour workshop around our relationship around money. And that's not always an easy relationship to talk about for some people. And in a lot of ways, it's identifying some of the hangups that we had. And I wanted to share with you just a really quick breakthrough I had around money. And some of this is really personal to me, um, but I hope in me sharing this story with you that, um, that you'll have the at least a moment to maybe look at what your relationship is with money and some of the actions you take because of our relationship with that. So let me just share with you really quick. Um, While this was a three-hour workshop, one of the more impactful um, exercises that we did, which you guys can actually do right now or take a moment to do, is to list your beliefs around money and to separate it almost like a T-chart. So your negative beliefs and your positive beliefs. So let's start with negative first. It's a lot easier to go there. So what are your negative beliefs that you have around money? And take a couple minutes. We took 90 seconds and wrote out just furiously, really quick, top of mind, not thinking about it, just whatever first comes to mind about our negative beliefs around money. And then we flipped the switch. We took 90 seconds and wrote down all the positive beliefs we have around money. And what was impactful about the exercise was then take a step back from what you'd written. And if you guys want to participate, I would encourage you guys to take two minutes, three minutes, right? If I do my math right here, three minutes, pause the tape right now and do the exercise just really quickly. First thoughts on negative beliefs, you know, and then what are the beliefs on the positive side? And then we just step back and look at our answers, right? So if you paused and came back, you can look at your answers right now. And the question is, there typically is a more emotionally charged and more influential pool to one side over the other. And for most people, the emotional charge is attached to the negative side. And what's interesting about the exercise is that the dominant emotion will traditionally pull you that way. And until you shift, for most people, the positive emotions around money, until you make that shift so that that future is more attractive and more juicy, more vibrant than the stories we're hanging on to, then nothing changes. And so as I went through the workshop, the story I battle with is that I watched money in in my childhood, not tear up my personal family, but relationships um, beyond my center nucleus. 
I watched people sue one another. I watched families say hateful things. I watched money being used to manipulate people around. And so while I know, I think consciously that I know that that is not what money does. Consciously, I've done enough work to recognize that money is not the root of evil. Consciously, I know that money does not tear people apart. But when money starts to get bigger and larger in my life, I have a fear and anxiousness around it because in an irrational way, I believe that's going to happen again. And this is someone that has spent 18, 19, 20 years in personal development, personal growth. And I still have these feelings and I can still feel it much like, you know, water going down a stream. The grooves are deep. And if I'm not conscious or catching myself, I can catch myself going down that river. Like I can get on the inner tube and go. And so today's question for me during the live coaching was when that story starts to happen, what do I do? How do I break it? What's the pattern interrupt so that I don't go down the river? And the coaching I got back was what do I, what benefit do I get when that story plays? You see, we will always hold on to a story, a feeling, an emotion if we get something out of it. It makes us feel special. It allows us to um, play the victim. And that was my story. By me allowing myself to get onto the inner tube and to play the story that money breaks families allowed me to play the victim. It allowed me to not take responsibility of my own dialogue or my own story surrounding money. And because of that, the next step to it, I never caught. And this is where the transformation happens because I can be aware that I'm playing victim. I can be aware that I'm not taking responsibility and I can get on that boat and go. And it feels good to sit in the pain and to sit in the struggle, but nothing really happens for my life. The coaching I received today was the shift. And it's something that I'm sure I'm going to have to repeat to myself. And the question is this, what is it costing me to get on that raft and go? What does it cost me to play the victim? What does it cost you to play the victim? For me, it was, it cost me not playing and showing up 100% for my family. It cost me resources, money, um, putting a limit on what I'm worth. It cost me not playing to my full capabilities because I'm afraid of getting burned, right? Uh, It costs me um, the impact I'm supposed to make in other people's lives. It costs me playing small. And when I hold up that list and I see how juicy that future looks and I see how much more vibrant that future looks, then the raft isn't attractive. The floaty down that river, which I know is not true, I can take a moment to take a step back and let it pass without getting on it. It doesn't mean that that goes away. 
definitely doesn't mean it goes away immediately, but it doesn't necessarily mean it always will go away. But it's about taking a new action and being conscious of the story you're choosing. That was big for me today. And I think there's such a stigma about talking about money at times or, or discussing it or having it or not having it or lack or our emotions around it. But for me today, that was a, that was a big aha moment. And I hope you guys could grab something out of it and maybe take a moment to recognize where the stories are playing out in your life. And more importantly, what benefit are you getting out of, even if it's a negative thought or negative story, what benefit are you getting from going down that, that path? So I love you guys. Bit more of a deeper conversation today, bit more of a personal conversation today. I hope you guys got some. Peace. Thanks again. I hope you guys grabbed some great value out of today's conversation. If you want to further the conversation, I'd love to meet you personally. We've got a free Facebook community that you can dive into, free content, more resources, and I do lives every single week where I get a chance to interact with you and help coach you on exactly what you need. If you want to find it, you can find us at The Business of Feeling Good, or you can search the hashtag BOFG. Again, that's hashtag BOFG. If you like this episode, please share it. I'd love to hear from you. Your comments, your reviews truly mean so much to me. It's the lifeblood of what keeps me going, and it's how I craft the content that's better going to impact you. I look forward to seeing you guys on the next episode. Until then, cheers. Cheers.